For Arizona Public Media, I'm Tim Swindle, director of the University of Arizona's Lunar and Planetary Laboratory, and this is Arizona Science. Joining me today is Paige Beeson, the head of the University of Arizona's Department of Speech, Language, and Hearing Science, to talk about some of the things that she and her group have been learning about how language operates in the brain. Welcome, Paige. Hi, Tim. What are some of the things that you've been working on lately? Well, I am a speech-language pathologist, and my area of expertise is working with people who have acquired language impairments, so adults who had fully developed language and then have brain damage so that they've lost the ability to communicate in an easy way, and we call that aphasia. So our research is to look at the nature of the impairment after the brain damage and develop treatment approaches. In other words, we're really focused on maximizing recovery. Can the brains of patients with neurological problems like that tell you something about how healthy brains work as well? Absolutely. In fact, the early understanding of how the brain worked and where things were localized were based on the fact that someone had damage in an area, lost a function, like the ability to speak. For language, it's in most of us, it's the left hemisphere. What are the kinds of tools that you use now to localize what's happening where? We use neuroimaging. So to just get a static look at the brain, we'll do MRI. And then we also do a functional magnetic resonance imaging, sometimes called fMRI. And we can do that with patients, but it's also really helpful to do that with healthy individuals doing a specific task. And then you can see what regions of the brain are active during the task. So for the kinds of things that I might do, I'm interested in written language. So I may have someone reading words versus just looking at some visual stimuli and look at, well, what are the regions of the brain that are active during the reading process that are not just straight vision? Uh, And then we also look at writing. So we have people write words, and then we compare that to, to an action where you're just moving the hand. That allows us to look at, well, what are the regions that are important for knowledge of spelling? So we use really this convergence between what can we look at with healthy adults doing these imaging kinds of tasks, and then what can we learn from patients by looking at the scan, like what's damaged, and then what's the nature of the problem. And then we look at someone with functional MRI who has a language problem, We implement a behavioral treatment so that they actually improve their skill. And then we do the imaging again. We actually do it a couple of times. So then you begin to get some insight into, well, what's the neural support for recovery? So when people do get better, are they using a different part of the brain to take over a function, or are they just distributing it in places that they normally wouldn't? It does play out in a number of ways. So one of the ways is that... Uh, the region that's just immediately adjacent to the damage kicks in uh, and picks up more of a role than it would have, but it's just sort of the neighbor, okay, right by the lesion. So that's one mechanism. The other is if the opposite side, typically we're talking about damage on the left, so on the right, if that region on the right was typically involved with language, then Uh, you may rely on that. So it's not a single uh, recovery pattern. Um, And so the single subject uh, approach is really important. Um, But as you were asking, is it this? Is it, you know, the same side of the brain? Is it the other side of the brain? 
It can be some of each. The people that you see, are they mostly stroke patients or some other kind of language loss? We see more individuals with stroke than any other cause. Gunshot wound, car accident, anything that injures the critical regions could result in aphasia. Is your work more on treatment or on studying what's actually going on in the brain? Our focus and specialty has been on rehabilitation. And an area that we're particularly strong in is written language, um, which ends up being really important because sometimes people make nice recovery in spoken language, but they still complain about difficulty reading and especially difficulty writing, like writing at the sentence level. And so that's been an area that we've really focused on some novel treatments and have seen some really impressive improvements in people. This is Tim Swindle, and this has been Arizona Science. You can also listen to this and other Arizona Science segments by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org.